0: Hey everyone, my name is Caitlin Castaneda. I am a sophomore at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, majoring in athletic training. Today I'm sitting down with Manda Williamson. Last year I had the privilege of having her as my teacher during the fall semester. She teaches a lecture and online intro to psychology class, as well as a Thompson Scholar Psych 181 class. She teaches a 400 and 800 level motivation and emotion class as well. She has a husband and two young daughters. Her husband works on East Campus here at UNL and specializes in animal nutrition. I chose to interview Amanda just because after having her in class last year, I believe she showed great leadership. I always felt motivated after leaving her class and not just to do schoolwork, but also in my personal life. She showed us that she truly cared about her students, and to me that meant a lot. Today she is going to talk to us a bit about what she believes leadership entails and what makes somebody a leader and some of her personal experiences as well. Um, I had the privilege of having her as my teacher and I felt she was a leader in my opinion and so I asked her if she could take the time out of her day and talk to us a bit about this. First question I have, I guess I just kind of want to know what you think <coughs> makes a leader. You're fine. I have to go get a drink. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're Pause okay. It. Oh my goodness, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what do you think makes a leader? What's your definition of a leader? I think in a general sense, it's just
1: a tendency to know when there is a problem amongst a group of people mm-hmm. and to believe as though you have an answer that will fix that in a way that Elevates people, brings out their best, and helps them to take risks to do better.
0: Okay. How do you view interpersonal skills as part of leadership, such as like mutual respect and trust? I think it's critically important that
1: in order to identify a problem, you first have to know the audience to figure out where they're struggling. And the only way to do that is to establish emotional connections with people and to have relationships with them um, in any context. I use my family as an example for Mm -hmm. how I want to interact with my students. If I'm not very clear in my communication and make it obvious that I'm supportive, I'm not going to get back from them what I think they need
0: in order to be successful. What do you think your best leadership characteristics are? Would it be the emotion? Irrational, transparent, (laughs) reckless compassion. Right. (laughs) And I will never apologize for that. No. What challenges do you think that you've had in the leader as a past, or what do you think that you're working on? I'm just trying to give myself permission to be myself,
1: because that kind of mentality where um, <clears throat> I, f- I believe that I have to get to know my students and their needs and not assume that every student is the same is not something that I was comfortable with early on. I mm-hmm. thought I was too soft or that people would view me as too soft. When in reality, all I really wanted was to establish relationships so I could figure out what students actually needed, not necessarily on my timeline.
0: Right. Is that still something that you're working on? or do you? Yeah, think you... it is.
1: The more I get to know my own self-worth and how I have to fight for that, I, have, I feel like I have to give that back to my students and give them the opportunity to know that if you miss my deadline doesn't mean you're a horrible human being and I I need them to know that they can be comfortable enough to fight for themselves with me.
0: And that's that's very important. In your opinion what type of leadership style has the biggest impact on students and when you're working with other faculty members? I
1: don't know that there is is a particular style. I think what happens is that people if you work hard enough you realize who you are and what your strengths are and if you can play to those strengths in, uh, in a leadership capacity, you're honest and you're who you are. And so when you're authentic with people, I think they respond to that, no matter what it is. My right. husband and I are very different people. But the way that he presents himself also resonates with his graduate students. So even though we have very different temperaments, the fact that we're willing to be real and show who we are, I think people trust that and they feel yeah. comfortable in that, those environments where you're not putting on a show. You're not trying to take power or use your power to get people to do what you want.
0: Since you brought that up, I'll jump to those questions about power and leadership. Mm -hmm. What do you think the relationship between power and leadership is? (laughs) What I see or what I think it should be? Both. (laughs) What I see
1: is that when fragile, fake people are placed in a position of leadership, They feel like now it's time to beat people up who've hurt them in the past and to try to build their self-esteem by diminishing other people with the authority that they've been given. What I think authentic leaders do is they humbly accept the fact that there is a power differential and that they use it as a tool to shepherd other people, to protect them, to see where the deficits are in people, and instead of exploiting them to make themselves feel better and to elevate themselves, they say to this person, I notice a deficit, I have the answer, and we're going to get you out of it.
0: Do you feel that leadership styles aside from working in faculty or with students and um, the community do you think it's very similar to what you said before about working with I think so and faculty? yeah
1: I think the major issue is that good leaders know what they have they know what their strengths are they also know what their vulnerabilities and their weaknesses are and they're capable of conveying that in a way that's um, that brings the best out of others around them you have to also be willing to explain what your weaknesses are
0: do you feel that power is abused then? Absolutely, in leadership?
1: I think that's the biggest problem in any environment. Uh, administration here, not to be offensive, <laughs> um, there are, there uh, the politicians, oh dear lord, um, clergy, yeah, I do. I think when fake, scared, small people convince other people that they have answers that they've never really developed and get placed in a position of authority. They have no idea what to do with it, and so in order to hold on to that authority, they use power abusively to diminish and chain other people.
0: All right, we're going to take about a 15-second break, and when we get back, Manda's going to tell us about a time when her leadership skills have shined through. Can you explain to me a time when your leadership has shined through, whether it was working with a student or somebody that was struggling, or maybe they had a personal issue, and you don't have to include names or anything. No, it's okay.
1: (laughs) I I have, they're still, the cards are still in my drawer. Um, (laughs) Last spring started the hardest, and I'm still in it, the hardest 13 months of my life, and... And that was like I felt like I kind of woke up out of a really deep sleep and became aware that I was not being treated very well by some people and it was in that recognition that my words sometimes we don't even know Mm -hmm. when we're instead of thriving in life we're actually dive bombing and I don't know why but my students last spring gave that compassion back to me they some of them um, They just wanted to listen, and they wanted to hear how I fought for myself. And I have, and I know this is going to sound weird, but my background is I am an evangelical Christian, Mm -hmm. which has a lot of really negative connotations associated with it in our society today because of how stupid evangelical Christians sound sometimes. Yeah. But I have um, a card in my desk from a student who came out to her parents finally Uh and told them that she was gay and um, decided that they weren't going to, literally be allowed to lock her in a closet anymore because that's Jeez. what they did when she was younger and that she was going to move out and move on and be who she believed she was and that stuck with me because if I wasn't vulnerable I don't think students would realize that it's possible to get through that right. and I modeled that
0: that's, and I don't that's apologize for that either. No. <laughs> My last question is pretty much to someone who you view as a leader so is there anyone in particular that throughout your life or even in recent, recent few days, months, weeks? That's rough. <laughs> uh, Are there a couple too? Actually,
1: uh, I have a really good mentor here in this department, Cal Garvin. Okay. He is brash. He's, <laughs> he's foul-mouthed. <laughs> but he knows what he knows. He knows what he's great at. And he wants me to be better. So that would be professionally speaking, yes. Okay,
0: is there anyone outside of professional work that you have?
1: Uh, no, not really. I mean and honestly it's just because of the sort of dark crap that I'm going right. through right now it's where I'm really trying to figure out who I can trust and who I do feel is authentic around me and that's really the only reason why it's just because I've been so mucked up that it's hard for me to think that optimistically. I know that there are. It's just, yeah, it's just a place that I can't go right now because I'm still trying to protect myself.
0: That's that's a good point. Do you feel that a lot of people, they don't want to trust someone? So like when your emotion comes out in class, Mm -hmm. do you feel like it's easier for someone to trust someone if they can see their vulnerable side? Absolutely. Yeah, if you
1: come across as some, you know, super elitist, have all the answers, nobody on this planet does. Right. So how, how in the world am I supposed to trust that individual when I know they're putting on a show
0: that's not real? Right. Okay. That's all I have to ask you. Okay. But thanks for sitting down with me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> A huge thank you to Amanda Williamson for sitting down with me and talking about her views on leadership. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for listening.